everybody and welcome to the podcast hi, hi. <laughs> today we have sweetheart ali kane highwind 27 and panda ramen cat and we're Woo! talking all things final fantasy 10 yay this, yay. Is, this is actually part one of two final fantasy 10 podcasts because there's so many of you guys that want to talk about final fantasy 10 which is amazing so thank you all so much for being here and thank you so much for wanting to take part so first things first, everybody, um, we're going to introduce, we're going to let everybody introduce themselves one by one. Um, but also, can I ask you guys, what is it for you that makes Final Fantasy X one of your favorite Final Fantasies? So we'll start with Ali. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy X. <sighs> wow. I don't know. I think Final Fantasy X is like the first game that really meant a lot to me and just kind of became an obsession almost. And I don't know, like, I just feel obsessed with it. And I love the story and the characters and the music and the, like everything's just perfect about it. And like, because it means so much to me, like I can play that game and like never get bored. Like I platinumed it on PS3 on a different account on PS4 and I'm close to a Steam Platinum. And I don't know, it just has like a huge place in my heart. And Kane, what about you? Um, For me... Um, hi, I'm Kane. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I, I really like the story of the game and the characters. Um, I like how the sphere grid works, how it's customizable. And um, and this last year, actually, I did a lot with this game because I, I streamed it. I got platinum on it. And then it actually got me a new job, basically, too. So now this game part of my job. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> That's super cool. And yeah. um, Pando, what about yourself? What is it that makes 10 one of your final, fav your favorite Final Fantasies? Um, hello, I'm Panda. Um, I think most of it would be a lot of nostalgia because I played it so much as a kid. Um, I feel like it's, it was just, it feels like magical almost because, you know, you have like the voice acting, you have the music, like we said, that just immerses you so much into the game. And I did not platinum this, unlike <laughs> two other people, but I, I feel like I'm more of a casual gamer and like I really just like enjoyed more of the story and the plot and just took it as like, this is a great game just to play once or like try out once and then, you know, you get into it. But yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because like Skizzy's saying in chat, the first one fancy game is always in your heart forever. And so I can recognize that with you guys and what you've just said. Like for me, Seven was my first one and that was why it's my favorite one forever. And then Croesus has also just said, uh, it is number one in in Japan for a reason. They tend to have better taste than the rest of the world. So there, there we go. Not wrong. I agree. <laughs> Not wrong about that. <laughs> Um, okay, so let me start off with getting into the questions. So first of all, Panda, Final Fantasy X is the first Final Fantasy with voice acting. Do you feel that this opened Final Fantasy to a wider audience than the previous titles? I think most definitely yes, because with voice acting, you kind of let the, the player or, you know, the viewer, whoever's playing the game or, or even just like watching to take a, a like a step back and just like actually enjoy it rather than older games you know you're reading your your mind was really constantly like focused on the word like not saying that that it's taking away from it but 
I feel like it's just helping the immersion um, more and it helps voices also help convey messages and emphasize and you feel like the actual like emotion versus when you're reading it's you know yourself reading and you, you don't depending on how you read it's it's a little different right and I'll also say with like the voice um with the voice acting I think if you think about it the ha 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 scene you know the laughing scene that we all know about <laughs> that would be different without voice so it really it helps would be. a lot point. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah I wonder if they did it on purpose <clears throat> knowing that you know, it would work, you know, it, like, finally we can do something like this because it's going to work. <laughs> make yeah, this is the pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, Kane, do you know how the actors were chosen and how do you feel about the voices that they chose for these characters? Um, yeah, I couldn't find much about how people were chosen. Um, the only people that I really talked about it were Tara Strong and James Arnold Taylor. Mm. Um, so Tara Strong, who does Riku, she just knew the director and she auditioned, she got the part. Um, cool. Yeah. And then James also knew the director. And then, but he just flat out offered him the role for Titus. That's so awesome. Yeah. He, so he didn't have to I didn't know that. And the funny thing was, um, he didn't even know he was the lead of the game until he went Ooh. in and started recording. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, that was pretty cool. Do you know um, if he'd done stuff previously? If he'd been another a voice actor in anything else? Yeah, he. Yeah, he. I can't think of what he was in before, but he was definitely in stuff before that. Um, Very interesting. And I'm. I'm gonna see everyone else just auditioned and got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I thought everyone's voices were were good for the game. Like they all fitted their characters properly, and they conveyed their emotions when they needed to. I, I liked all the voices. Yeah, I love them. They're, They're iconic. Really yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> um, Ferrico in chat has just reminded me, everybody in chat, um, we have this thing where you can redeem a question that you want to ask any of the guys here today. So it's in the channel points. It's only 50 points, so you should have it accessible right from coming into chat. Um, if you have any questions that you would like to ask any of these guys about Final Fantasy X, or if you want to be a little sneaky about another Final Fantasy, um, just chuck it through there, and then I'll either scatter it in during the night, or I'll put it at the end, and I'll just start and reading through the questions and pointing that, pointing them at anyone in particular. Um, so yeah, so I've already, I've got one from Ferrico, so I'm... <laughs> I'm, like just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna read it out. It's <laughs> not necessarily question. a question. What specifically is it that makes Seymour such a daddy? <laughs> I mean, I think he is. You I like me some Seymour. <laughs> I think he's like literally like the best villain in Final Fantasy. And yes, he's kind of creepy, genuinely. But also, he's got a really good backstory, and he's kind of hot. Let's be honest. <laughs> I the robe. So. The robe. <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> Uh, Ferrico is a big fan of Seymour as well. He, uh, I think he's got some e Seymour emotes. Um, oh, really? I want to <laughs> yeah. see them. Yeah, yeah. You should check out Ferrico's emotes. Um, That's so cool. My next question is actually, who is your favorite character and why? So we'll we'll start going from the top to bottom. So Ali, who is your favorite character and why? Between Orin and Yuna, but I think I'm gonna go with Yuna. And I don't know, Yuna's just so determined. And, like, she wants to make sure that, like, everybody gets treated right. And, 
like she's really like strong-willed and she wants to protect everybody and like she goes about it in like a really like gentle way and some like the thing that i admire most about her is like how nice she is and like how she wants to take care of everybody like there's this one part like in the beginning of final fantasy 10 where on the ship i think they're going to luca these guys are like making fun of titus and like saying how like oh yeah you're the star player the xanarkin apes mm-hmm. And then she, she like cuts in and she's like, um, like, don't say that to him. And like how she believes in him and like, like she like stands by him, like even though like what he's saying doesn't make sense. And I don't know, like she's just so loyal and amazing and strong. And like she'll go out of her way to like protect the people that she cares about. And I feel like growing up with Final Fantasy X, like she kind of like shaped some of my personality. Um, like in elementary school, actually, like dressed up as Yuna for um, Halloween. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um kane who is your favorite character um i went with oren for mine because i just always really liked um the design of his character and he's always he was always like the coolest person in the party he is um, <laughs> and i i think his backstory is actually really interesting like one of the more interesting ones and um like how he was always titus is basically his guardian for Jack. um and then all the twists he has throughout the game. And what about you, Panda? What's, who's your favorite and why? All right. So my favorite is Kamari. I know that's like, nice. maybe, yeah. like I like least, that choice. But Kamari. <laughs> <awesome. because laughs> um, all right. Not only did he witness a basic, like, killing of his whole tribe, you know, that whole thing happened, and then, you know, he went through years of bullying, small horn, you know, short, Aww. besides the other uh, the other tribe, and then he manages to save and watch over a baby Yuna, or, like, not baby, but, like, child Yuna. Yeah, he's so sane and wise. I don't know. There's something to be admired about that, and he, he stays cool. <laughs> Yeah, he's cool as heck. Yeah, if you level cool. him up right, he's OP. He's better than Orin in my room yes. right now. It's amazing. I always have him in my party. He's incredible. We he, love Kimari. He's in my super boss party. Yeah, I actually, when I last played through it, I kept saying it to everybody that I was going on a date with Kamari and he was he was my boyfriend. So I love that. Kamari yes. <laughs> deserves the love. She does. Um, Cool. Well, that was some really nice choices on the characters. Um, my next one is which characters do you feel is the least developed and why? So I'll go to Kane for this one first. I start with that. Um, I hate saying it, but I think the least developed was Kimari, because mm. <laughs> like in the actual story itself, he doesn't really get that much development besides proving himself in Mount Gagazet. Um, like he he basically is just. Yuna's protector for the entire game. Like, he doesn't really change on that. That's true. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? Which character is the least developed in your eyes? I was kind of leaning towards Riku. Because I feel like throughout the game, Riku is kind of always the same. I love her character, don't get me wrong. But (laughs) she's just always kind of like the hyper, bubbly, like, caring, like, party member, you know? And there's never really anything... Well... I mean, there's, like, the destruction of, like, Albed home and getting to, like, see her family. But I feel like there's not necessarily any development for her character. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Panda, what about you? For me, 
I feel like we're gonna get like so much hate for this, but I put down Oron. Oran? Oh snap, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> because like, okay, he stayed like pretty much, you know, we all love him. He's cool, he's calm, he's collect, he's like he helps out people with like giving advice, whatnot, maybe like some like funny like lines here and there. But I think that's like mainly what he just does, right? He just like he's like the supporting best actor like let's just say that and <laughs> also you know we find out later on he's not really alive so i feel like they didn't put that much towards his character because like he's like already you know dead so i think he was a supporting but he didn't have much of a story to tell because his story has already passed hmm Compared to the other characters. Interesting. I don't know which one I would choose out of all of those. Very interesting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my next question is, which part of the storyline do you enjoy the most? So I'll start with Ali. Which part of the story do you enjoy the most? So I really like all of it, but if I had to pick, a part that definitely stands out the most to me is like the turning point of the game which I would say is around where you really see uh, Seymour's true colors in Makalania Temple. And I feel like that part of the game was also like really iconic for me as a kid because I got stuck there and I saved inside the temple. So I had to start the entire game over. <laughs> so that has like a huge place like in my heart as like a memory. And I just, I love that section of the game. Yeah, I've also been stuck there before. I remember being stuck there as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a tough place. Yeah. Uh, Kane, what about yourself? Which part of the story? Um, I went with the part just before they, that that cutscene right before they fight Unalaska, because this is, because um, then they realize like they they get that confirmation that the whole all the teachings and all the cycles a lie basically, it's false hope. Um, you get to see how Aaron died. Um, Yuna has makes her a resolution to fight sorrow and without using false hope. And Arn gives that that big speech right when when Challenge starts playing too, um, about shaping your stories and pumps everyone up. And then yeah, basically that. Yep, that is yeah, pretty. Like that. That's a pretty big storyline. Yeah. it's mm -hmm. yeah quite horrible to hear really all those parts of the unaleska and panda what about yourself um for me i think it was just everything after when they save yuna from the wedding um i just think like when they save her everyone's on the same page you know now we have to you know save yuna no matter what even against like with sin too as well we are all kind of against yevin we have all one main goal. We're all on the same page. Even Waka, you know, <laughs> the religious Waka. sides and whatnot. <laughs> but just everyone's time. like has one goal. They're happy. They're hopeful. It just feels way more fluid. And it just compared to like the first half of the game, you feel like there's something there. There's, you know, we find out like, you know, Yuna will sacrifice herself. It's very somber. This is like the other half where they save her from the wedding. It's like something, something's there. There's, a, there's like light at the end of the tunnel, possibly. We don't know. But I'm just 
yeah I like happy stuff so it's a pretty awesome it's an awesome cutscene around that wedding as well I like, love the wedding cutscene it's so, so amazing. good mm-hmm. so I, epic that's a good cutscene exactly yeah. yeah it is really epic um always remember that part and I think I remember getting to that part when I was a kid and being like um like have I got to the end of the game am I already at the end of the game and obviously it's nowhere close to the end of the game but I just because it was such a big cinematic I just thought oh it must I must be at the end. <laughs> yeah. My copy of the game actually would freeze on that cutscene after oh, no. every oh. fight. And every was really tough back then. So I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, Dad, please fix this, please. I don't want to fight that again. Before they had the auto saves too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're saved with auto saves these days. This oh, yeah. Helps so much. 100%. Um, okay, so next question. Ali, what are your thoughts on the story of Sin where people fight it knowing that it'll come back again? Okay, this is where I start getting nervous. More nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, something that I never, like, thought of too much, but if we really, like, dive into it, I think it's, like, pretty admirable because, you know, it's, like, a cycle throughout the, like, you know, since Sin was, like, born. Like every 10 years, like Sun will always come back. But I think it's really admirable of the people, like the summoners and like the guardians who like choose to go on that journey to, you know, like they're okay with sacrificing themselves to give like the people of Spira like hope and like, like meaning to their life for like, even if it's just for 10 years. And, you know, like they, they carry this belief that you never know if this could be the last time that Sin will show up. So like to them it's worth it to keep trying and i think that's really admirable yeah it's it's quite an amazing thing to think of when you actually consider sin like i didn't really think of it much when i was younger but now when you yeah. think back on it it's like oh my goodness uh, it's a big thing kane are you able to explain the affection system to us and how it makes yeah. subtle changes to the story so that it's a system that they literally never mention at any point in the story um but basically like everyone kind of has an affection towards titus that you can build up throughout the story um and you can do that by like talking to them when you're in towns and um or healing healing them as titus or protecting them as titus um and you'll build it up um it's so cool. and basically it, it affects four cutscenes in the game and it'll make it oh. so like that character talks to titus instead of somebody else so like um i always not- get lulu you're still, I can't get rid like, of her. <laughs> so like, um, when you're on the, the sled scene uh, on the way to the Makalania temple, depending on who has the highest affection, that person will ride with Titus on the sled. It's like, it's like Allison got Lulu. I got Kimari when I was playing it. And then um, what also changes is Titus's Blitz Ace Overdrive. The, the girl who has the highest affection will throw the Blitz Ball to Titus. Hmm. I never knew any of that. Really? <laughs> it's I'm so like, cool. What? Like they literally never mentioned it at all in the game. It's like, it's just, and there's no way to track it either. So like you just kind of have to guess who has the highest. But you can it's also so get Orin on like the little snowmobile thing. Yeah, yeah, you can get Orin. Or Kimari. Yeah, Wait, I got Kimari. Yeah. I've only ever gotten Waka. Lulu, which is totally fine. But I want to like some variety. Yeah, you want, you want <laughs> a person variety with you. 
It's something yeah, I feel like I always get Lulu. Yeah, too. I almost oh, well, so yeah. I'm now thinking that I've always had Lulu. It's something that I didn't know existed until Kane brought it up in the research for these questions, and Kane was like, yeah. "Are you not mentioning the affection system?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it suddenly dawned on me that there were all these scenes that had been slightly different. And That's I, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. I like, mean, where they never tell you about that. <laughs> no, no. It's like in Final Fantasy VII with who you go on a date with is basically the same affection system yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same idea. Literally yeah. the same idea. Yeah. It's very interesting that they just slide these things on in and, and just <laughs> dif different people get different experiences and you don't really know. Um, Panda, what are your thoughts on the relationship between Titus and his father? Is he a good or a bad father in your eyes? So this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot, I feel like, but it's I think this question is very complicated because you know, relationships and family, family is complicated no matter what, in my opinion at least, good or bad. Um Jet is an interesting character, right? We see that he's a star blitzball player, you know, he's obviously the father to Edis, he had the wife that we don't really know much, but she's there as well. He's mainly focused on himself, as we see in Tietis's, like flashbacks and all. Um, we kind of see that, you know, Jet's a, a drinker. He, he doesn't really treat Tietis well. Um, so in our view, when we see through Tietis's memories, he's not a great father. But... What we see from like the spheres um, with Aura and Braska and Jet, we see that Jet is like, oh, like I really want Tietis to be like a star baseball player. I want to like, you know, teach him, show him, whatnot. So I th and he always talks about him about Tietis with them too as well. And I think because of that, it's kind of t contradictory, right? You see, he wants to be a good father, or he he thinks he, maybe he is. We don't really know, but I think so. He had a good intentions of being a father, but they're not acted as a good father should be. Um, and because of just all of that happening, we know that he just goes through like a lot of trauma, a lot of like accepting it. We see him even like, um, I'm trying to think of the word like. Just, um, sorry, <laughs> I just yeah, think of the word. Um, I guess like just changing, you know, he, he hates his, he just hates his, hates his father in the mm -hmm. beginning. Then I feel like if you think of it, like the five steps of, you know, trauma grief, it's, there is, um, what did I write? Uh, denial, anger. Bargaining, depression, acceptance. You know, you see he's in denial that when he goes to Spirit, everybody's like, Jet is like, you know, the star um, guardian for Braska. He's like a, another like pedestal. Again, not even in Xanarkand this time, just another era now. Tietis has trouble like accepting that and he's in denial that he's even ever good. He's angry because of that. And then when he finds out, you know, Jet is in, when Oren tells him, I think that's the bargain, bargaining because he knows that 
the whole main goal is to you know defeat sin mm-hmm. um then it becomes into depression and then acceptance at the end where you know we got to do this even though he's my father i have to tell everybody this is the goal now and then at the end when they're like when jet was like um remember you're my son and well never mind i'm no good at these things i think that Aww. was such a <laughs> that was such a like a moment that we see that we don't really think too hard on because it's such a a quick moment a quick moment right and it it's we always thought that this relationship was not good whatsoever but i think it's just it's it goes too deep and you have to really think about and like think about these characters and how they have certain ideas in mind or like how they act they don't see how they act it's just like a lot of things um it's just complicated and i mean to answer the question i don't think he's a good father but (laughs) (laughs) but it just it's it's so complicated because you see that they both accept each other or tia just accepts him and he does we know that tia just does love him in a way but maybe in a different way but yeah (laughs) I like Jet. Yeah, I don't like. It always makes me sad when Titus like actually says I hate you at the end. I'm like, but you've been seeing all these fears where he's been caring about you. Like, why are you telling him that? Well, he's like, like as he says it though. Yeah, Yeah. but still, I'm just like, come on, fam. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, that's why I asked the question to you guys because I still don't really know how I feel about him myself. Um, Skizzy in chat has written, I think Jekt and Titus are similar in natures. They're both at heart, uh, at the start, self-centered, so they both paint each other in a negative light. It takes drastic things going on around them for them to appreciate they actually care about each other deep down. Yeah, that's a really well put together paragraph there. Thank you very much, Skizzy. Nice, Skizzy. (laughs) I think it's also, I could add that, like, I I don't want to, like, be... I don't know if the word's biased or not, but like I think with male relationships, it's I feel like with males, it's harder to show emotion, and I think there, there's like facts about that showing emotion, and it, it's kind of like taboo in a way. I mean, now it, the things obviously are different, but like you know, back then, yeah. So that also plays in favor with the relationship as well and how they act towards each other. Yeah, I think that's a big part too. Like they don't know how to express their emotions to each other, mm-hmm. so it just turns into anger basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. Um, okay, my next question is for Ali. Some people theorize that Titus doesn't exist oh, at yeah. all. And that the main <laughs> character is Shuyan, a character you learn about in Ten Two. Do you question Titus's existence and what do you think about the theory relating to Ten Two? <laughs> Well, okay, so this is definitely something that I really never put too much thought into whatsoever until this podcast. <laughs> and like my entire life, I was just like, yeah. So like Titus is his own person. That's what I always thought. And then I really started thinking about it. And I was like, well, it would make sense if he was like modeled after Shein because like I believe that Shein was like from the original Xanarkand. And then I want to say he was like a blitzball player as well. So like Titus being modeled after him would make sense. But um, I talked with my friend Zach here in the chat, Milo, and he, hold on. I had this pulled up 
it's on the Final Fantasy wiki where they actually kind of like dive into the information about this. It says, hold up, was it this one? Okay, so it says, the Dream Xanarkin was created as the ideal representation of the original Xanarkin, a wish given form. So, since the original Xanarkin was the model for everything in Dream Xanarkin, this extended to its inhabitants, who would marry one another and have children, continuing the cycle of life. Thus, the genes of the dreams inhabitants blended to form a unique populace. According to this, it is unlikely Shuyin is, a, is the direct model for Titus, as dreams Xanarkin Shuyin should have lived a millennium ago. So, maybe he's not modeled after Shuyin. Maybe he's his own person, you know? Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about this until we were coming up with the questions. And I was looking into all of these, the theories that people have come up with. And this one was like a big one that people had. And I... I I've literally never heard of this theory. No. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I just never give it much thought until this podcast. So thank you. <laughs> well, I, if I can add, yeah. um, I think... With, you know, if, you know, Titus was shooing and whatnot, I th- I think with, like, part of the theory is also is what I've seen, at least read. I don't know if it's true or not. But, um, so when we see Shuin and Tentu, we are ta- um, showing about, like, the Machina War. And that happened, like, you know, thousands thousands of years ago before, uh, before Sin, I think. So... Because that's before Sin, I don't think it would correlate if I'm like, this is just me trying to like get back from like the information in my head. Um, um, and I have, a, I have a brain fart. Hold on. <laughs> You're totally good. That's okay. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, because it was before Sin, I think ideally when Sin came after the Machina War, then the then the dream or like the um what is it like you yevin and everything mm-hmm. came into being they dreamt of xanarkand and that's when they made uh titus and you know the dream and everything so i don't think they're may like similar maybe because shunyan is obviously technically dead if we you know don't really go into ten two, but i think just like looks wise sure but I think they are like, you know, separate and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, what yeah. have people said in chat? Has anyone got any thoughts on this in chat? It's it's a ten two query. It's a it's a mix of ten and ten two. It's confuses the hell out of me. Skizzy's written the <laughs> dreams are the result of all those dreaming. The face may be similar or the same, but the personality will be the result of all those dreaming hopes and fears combined. So Titus is his own entity in my opinion. There we go. I agree. <laughs> Rando says all our brains have flatulence. Thanks Rando. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, once again, guys in chat, if you have any questions that you would like to ask, any Final Fantasy-based questions, 10 obviously is preferable, um, you can pop them in a in a channel point at the bottom, um, and you can aim them at someone in particular if you want to, or just, you know, generalize it, and I'll just put it towards somebody. 
and we'll go through them uh, gradually through the podcast. So if you've got any questions, put them in that way. That way it gets highlighted so I can catch it later. Otherwise, if you just put it in now, I'll miss it because I'm terrible. Um, okay, the next question is... Panda, um, this was the first Final Fantasy to not have Umatsu as the sole composer. How do you feel about this soundtrack and do any stand out as your favorite song in the game? Uh, I think the music is fantastic. I think most, at least I like to think, most people who are gamers highly know the soundtrack for Final Fantasy X. No, even like if you haven't played it, it's just... I think I got an award. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I got an award for something, really? but I could be wrong. But I think it's just, it's really good. Um, it, it gives you like a, the happy tones in the, like some parts of the game. And then there's that feeling of like, the capture is so great. The somberness, the sadness, the almost kind of like what is to come, the doom, the, you know, end of the world. They managed to capture that in a song. Um, so I just, it's just really good. I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, well, my favorite is, my favorite song though, is the Chocopo song because it's just, it's so super happy. It's super it's joyous. So it's like that beat gets you going. <laughs> Do you like Catcher Chocobo? Huh? Do you like Catcher Chocobo? Like the mini game of uh, the Comlands? Yeah, the no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I was born for that mini game. Yeah, he's so good at it. It's so <laughs> wrong. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, I, su I suck at that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't even. <laughs> I like it. I think it's fun. It's kind of addicting. Like, you don't want to stop trying until you get it. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Once you start, you don't want to stop until you do it. <laughs> it's dangerous. That's dangerous. I, I, I it's couldn't, very dangerous. I couldn't do it. Um, Kane, how does the turn-based combat compare in this Final Fantasy to others? So what are the differences with the ability options to earlier Final Fantasies? Yeah, so they changed up the, the turn-based in this game. Um, so this one is called the conditional turn-based system. Um, so they, get, they wanted to make it a little bit more strategic. It's like in the first three Final Fantasies that had the turn-based, basically you just picked everyone everyone's abilities at once and then they just kind of go. And, um, they play out their moves. Um, but in this game, everyone has their own individual turn that you choose, and you can see a turn order. Um, you could, you know, strategize based on that, and exchange it based on like what stuff with haste and cooldowns and delaying people. Um, it's also the first Final Fantasy where you can swap out the party members in the middle of battle. It was pretty cool. Mm, very helpful. Um, turns in. Yeah, everybody's got a level. Exactly. You got to switch everyone out, make sure they get a turn, so they all level up. Um, as far as abilities, they pretty much have all the standard abilities for Final Fantasy, um, but they brought back Mix. That was they haven't done since 5. Um, and it's also the only game, I think it's the only one Final Fantasy where you can actually turn an enemy into a zombie with the zombie attack. And, Interesting. Yeah, otherwise it's pretty standard. And with this, the way the sphere grid works, basically everybody can learn every ability by if you grind hard enough in the game. Perfect Except sphere for master. Somebody. Yep, perfect sphere master. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I really like the fact that you could swap people out in the middle of a fight. It really helps. Ob yeah, obviously, really yeah. helps. Really, useful. <laughs> it really keeps keeps me alive sometimes. 
Um, and also, uh, how do you feel about the sphere grid in comparison to other Final Fantasies? I like the sphere grid. Um, it was a huge change from how they normally level, since there's no normal levels in 10. Um, you just go through the sphere grid and then use that to increase your stats, learn abilities, um, and then everyone fits into their roles. But um, and, it, and then later on in the game, you could branch out into other roles. Like you can have Lulu start going into Yuna's grid to learn white magic and stuff like that. And Which are in the expert grid too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was about yeah. to mention that too. It was yeah. a whole and, different like ballpark. And the expert grid, yeah, they take that to another level where you could just go into everybody's roles right away, which uh, is really cool. And then you can customize your teams basically. It's so, like you could just have Yuna go straight into Arn's grid and just make her a tank basically instead of her mate a white mage and just do stuff like that is the expert the grid something way. is that something how do you get the expert grid up um they they released it with the hc version and oh. you have to choose in the big when you start a new game if you want to do standard or expert to your grid was that on the the um the original release for europe do you know uh or it was, was on the, the it, it was in the international release Okay, cool. Yeah, and then they brought it when they ported the HC finally, they added it for us. Process is saying expert grid is the only grid. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, it's really fun. I actually really it like actually it. it makes it a challenge again. I'm like, I like this. I like getting stuck cool in Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things with Expert Grid too is um Lantis right in the middle and everyone starts in the middle. So you could like teach everybody Lancet right in the beginning. What? Like they, Yuna they can use themselves. Yeah. Wait. That's how yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, Wait, remember I remember that I from your it? streams. Never mind. Yeah, I, you're I like, remember. oh, I've never seen Yuna using Lancet before. <laughs> Wait, just for a second, I was like, Wait, Yuna could have fire breath? And I remember that's just Kamari's overdrive. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? That would be amazing. <laughs> I love that. That sounds really, that does sound like a really different way of playing 10, and I sh should try that. It sounds very Definitely, interesting. Yeah. Same. I'd recommend a run with it. Hmm. Um... Ali, do you ever unlock all seven celestial weapons? If not, which ones do you always collect? So, um, if you're going for a platinum, you have to get all of them. And so I've done all of them twice. So when I played on PS3, I got everybody's celestials and fully powered up. Um, and then on PS4, I did the exact same thing. Um, and then... Last time I played on Steam, I was like, I don't think I can do Lulu's lightning dodging again. I just don't have the heart for it. <laughs> it makes me so nervous. Um, so I decided I would just use like a few different characters. So like typically like in like a playthrough, I'll always have like Titus, Waka, and Riku as my super boss party. Um, and sometimes I'll get Orin too, because his is actually really easy to get if you want to capture all the monsters everywhere anyway. <laughs> Pretty time consuming, but um that's like usually my main three is titus walker and riku but if you're going for the platinum you have to get everybody's um celestials i don't think that you have to power them up though for the platinum i'm trying to remember i don't think yeah, there's don't a trophy for yeah there's not it's a trophy for kamari's but there are some trophies like um getting uh lulu's crest i believe i don't think it's a sigil is that the crest or the sigil for lightning dodging um the sigil okay so yeah like there's a there's a trophy for that but yeah how many extra hours do you think it takes to collect all of those? So many. <laughs> probably like, you're probably looking at like, I would say like on average, probably close to 200 hours. 
like for wow. the whole like platinum. <laughs> it's so fun get, though. Get like a good ten hours of Blitzball to get walk us. Oh yeah, probably more than ten hours. <laughs> probably. <honestly>. If you <laughs> don't use reset data, you're in trouble. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't play that much Blitzball. Um, okay, my next question is for all three of you. So we'll start with Panda. Which is your favorite summon and why? Ooh. I like Ifrit. Um, just only because I, I always like fire entities. Um, and I really like his like ultimate summon where like he like makes like the giant fireball in the sky. He picks up literally the ground and earth and like throws that. So cool. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. Um, yeah, Ifrit's cool. I just I like him compared to the others. Nice choice, Kane. What about you? Oh, Bahamut. That's always my choice for favorite summon. <laughs> he loves Bahamut. Every, yeah, every single Final summon. Fantasy, you just every single always... Final Fantasy, my answer. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he's awesome. He's the strongest summon. He's the strongest story summon that you get in the game. And I actually really like. He's actually. It's actually like my favorite, one of my favorite designs in all of Final Fantasy um, for Bahamut. Is I mean I and also quite Mega like Flares is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty badass. Ali, what about you? Which uh, which summon is your favorite? So, you know, outside of Yojimbo, aka Yojimbe, he's very hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Anima because. Anima like has that whole backstory. Like Anima is Seymour's mother. And like when you go to Xanarkin for the first time and you see that flashback of like Seymour begging his mom not to leave him and she just like, we're running out of time. Like we have to do this. I don't remember the whole story exactly, but I think that Seymour's mother was trying to help um like them kind of like be accepted by everybody. And she thought that was a good idea, which in turn like left him alone and like kind of made him like, you know, go psycho. Um, but I just think Anima is like beautiful as well. And I love um, Oblivion as, like, her overdrive. It's just, like, so powerful and cool. And I don't know. Anima's just something special. And, and I like the challenge it also takes to get Anima unlocked. Because you have to get the Destruction Sphere for every single temple that you go through in order to get Anima. And I don't know. Anima's just, like, fantastic. That's He's really cool. Yeah, that's definitely one where I will forget to get the spheres the first time round. And oh my god! Like, oh yeah. my god! I have to start all over again. <laughs> yeah, and you like run into some dark aeons for some of the temples <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. It's like not. Oh, it's like okay. And Oblivion's a really cool looking move too. Oblivion's amazing. <laughs> I like the um and the cutscene that they have with Anima too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Just and, amazing. Right. Yeah. I also really like, so if you get Anima and you summon Anima against Seymour, I forget exactly what he says, but he says something like, like, you would betray me too. And it's yeah. like, really? like little, yeah, if you summon him, oh God, I think I it's up against, awesome. if you summon Anima against Seymour Omnis, he says something like that. I if I recall, that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's so cool. That's cool. Agree. Uh, Sweet Potatoes written also, cloister is a fun word to say. Yes, it is. Cloister. <laughs> cloister. cloister. <laughs> we'd all say it at the same time <laughs> um right uh so actually talking about the dark versions um panda do we know why dark versions of some aeons exist towards the end of the game and hang around outside of the temples so i had to look this up but <laughs> apparently on the online verse theory 
They say that after you attack Bavel and save Yuna, the dark aeons appear. Yevin and its followers are trying to stop the party, obviously, because, you know, they want them to continue on. And when you leave Bavel, you're seen as heretics. You're seen as, like, bad people, you know, stopping the religion and all that. Um, so because you're seen as heretics, you, Yevin, possesses them as well as their summoners. And oh wait, so this is in the past. I'm sorry. In the past, you Yevin <laughs> possessed them as well as their summoners, and Unalaska discovered the dark aeons and their summoners, casted a spell, banished them to the far plane forever. But when the party kills Unalaska, so super in the future, the spell is broken and the life forces of the summoners of the dark aeons reawaken and come Whoa. back to the living world. That's so cool. I never That's knew really that. That's really cool, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. And like because um, when they come back to the real world, or the living world, Yevin is still possessing them, of course, and then because the party is trying to kill us in, um, Yevin makes each, you know, Aeon, you know, try to attack the, the party. Very interesting. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I have Me no either. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting indeed. Um, we're still getting some questions, which is awesome. I will read through those in a little bit. If anybody else has any questions that want to ask, do exactly what Echo's just done. Pop it in the channel points. You'll find that there's an Ask a Final Fantasy question there. Just click on that, pop your question in. You can aim it at someone if you want to. Um, and yeah, I'll read through them in a little bit. We're getting close to the end of our main question, so I'll start reading through yours soon. Um, Ali, how many super bosses are there in this game, and how do you go about fighting them? Oof, this is a big one. Let me really think about this. Yep, so about this. there are 12 super bosses. I had to Google that just to make sure earlier. Um, so we have all the dark aeons. We also have Nemesis inside the monster arena. Um, some would consider um, Omega a super boss too, but yeah. I don't really, I don't, I don't yeah. know if I would consider him one. He's kind of like easy. Um, and then, like, after you fight the Dark Aeons, there's also Penance. And Penance is, like, the craziest one. I don't even remember. He has, like, what, like, 14 million HP or something like that? Something ridiculous. Um, it's, it's some crazy amount. Um, I think that's how much he has. Yeah. Um, so how you go about fighting them? So firstly, you want to dive yourself into the monster arena. And you want to be level grinding in there and getting your stats up. Because your stats have to be super high if you want to go against Dark Aeons. And you have to have really high luck, too. So, like, you want to have, like, max strength, defense, um, uh, magic defense, and you want to have, like, a pretty, like, good chunk of luck, too, or you won't be able to hit any of the Dark Aeons. Um, but you also want to have armor as well. Also, Celestial Weapons. Celestial <laughs> Weapons fully powered up. Um, but the armor that you want to have for the Dark Aeons, it's Auto Haste, Auto Phoenix, Auto Protect, and Ribbon or Stoneproof. But you want to switch that up for penance, which is going to be um, defense plus 20, auto protect, auto potion, and auto haste. But it's a lot of work, a lot of grinding, but very satisfying if you decide to do it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. <laughs> it's where the 100 hours come in. I was going to say, like, how many more hours is that? Okay. A lot. A lot. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, and Panda, actually, do you know how penance came into being and their purpose? So we're deep diving in the wiki again, <laughs> or like other theories. Um, what they said about Penis is 
you know, as we know with the Dark Aeons, you haven't possessed all of them. But when you defeat all the Dark Aeons, you haven't then unleashes Penance. Um, and then because what Penance is, is their ultimate weapon. Uh, tech, but technically, there's not that much information about Penance. But theoretically, they say you Yevin summons him since it is his last chance in order to survive and keep the religion in charge. That's all I could really find, but... Yeah. That's cool. See, I've, yeah. I've never fought Penance, and I don't think I've ever even seen Penance. So, like, does... You should do it! He, he just kind of pops <laughs> up after you, you kill the Dark Hand. Right, yes. It's a totally... totally this entire story. Yes, you should. It, it feels really <laughs> satisfying. Oh, like, it's a very long fight. It's definitely a long fight, but, like, y'all love the game. Do it. Yeah. It'll be fun. I promise. <laughs> when when it comes up, does it have any kind of talk with you? Like, does it say anything nope. to you? It just it doesn't talk at all. Fight. You, just, like, you just take a look at it and start fighting. Go. <laughs> I think it's, he's in the, the calm lands, right? Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, he's, he's in the... flying over the calm lands. Um, but you fight him on the airship. Right. On the airship. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Okay. Um, Kane. Are there any yeah. negatives to this game in your eyes? Um, only a couple. Um, oh. The main thing is obviously the unskippable cutscenes. Yep. And <laughs> that gets you don't really want to watch them over and over again? Not when I'm fighting <laughs> a boss, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not like when I'm fighting Unilesco and I die and I don't want to watch a five-minute cutscene again. It's true. So true. Uh, yeah, that's the main thing. Um, and I, I kind of don't like how they balance things for super bosses. Um, because the celestial weapons, they only make your physical attacks do max damage against them. So pretty much all your magic becomes useless and most of your aeons become useless for them. Um, and I would have liked to have been able to use that. And killing them basically just involves using quick attack for the most part for your damage and overdrives. Very important. So like, I kind of wish they balanced that a little bit better so you can throw in some spells and stuff too. That's about That's it. Okay. Does anybody else have any negatives to this game? Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't. I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, well, I mean, this is also like personal choice. I'm not, I don't like having to do like all this, the very tedious challenges, like the lightning one. I couldn't do it. I like, <laughs> I couldn't even like, Avoid one bolt. So I was like, I can't do this. this you gotta use the crater trick. Yeah, the crater trick. Crater, the crater trick. trick. Yeah, yeah. It's like right next to one of the towers on the second screen, or, or is it the first screen? I think it's it's the first uh, screen. I don't remember. Is it the first one? I, um, I think it's I the, first the first screen. screen. I think it's the first screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like right like next to the exit from like the um the travel agency, and there's this mm -hmm. crater that you just run up to. You circle. So you start at the tower, run, boom, circle back around, run back, boom. It's like constant. Like as soon as your foot hits that the crater, it does, and it makes like, it way easier. Lightning bolt to come out. You can dodge for like I don't usually count because it makes me too nervous. So I'll just like go for twenty minutes, and then like you'll have two hundred. Wow! Oh, wow! I'd yeah, that. yeah. It's a very helpful trick. Very <laughs> interesting. Oh yeah. I mean, I bet there's loads of tricks actually to help with getting through all of those. To, to collect the celestial weapons. I bet there's loads of tricks mm -hmm. for all of those extra things you got to do to get them. Um, okay, well, we're going on to our final questions. So uh, I see some questions coming in thick and fast. Thank you very much, guys. If <laughs> Keep them coming and we'll go through them in a couple minutes. So I've got my last two questions to chuck at everybody. Um, some people may not know that there's a 10-2 
What are your overall thoughts on 10-2 and do you think people should play it? Uh, we'll start with Ali. Um, so my overall thoughts are it's a good game. I know people tend to really hate on it, but I personally think it's wonderful. But maybe that's because... So actually, this is like kind of dumb, but I actually played Final Fantasy X2 before Final Fantasy X <laughs> because my dad got it for me and my sister um, for Christmas in 2003, I think it was. And that game was just perfect for us growing up. We were like, oh my god, these girls are so cool. You can like change your outfits. You can have this crazy story. And we had like played that game probably like multiple times. And we were like, wait a second, like this is a sequel. We want to see these characters that we love so much, but see their origin story. We have to get Final Fantasy X. So like my dad took us to GameStop, or maybe it was EB Games at the time. And we like picked up Final Fantasy X and like we just, I don't know, like we became obsessed. But I think that Final Fantasy X2 is a good game. It's definitely different. And it's, you know, the story is not as good. Like it's very lighthearted, very silly. But I think that it has one of the best battle systems in like the entire Final Fantasy series. It's so much fun. I love like the jobs and like the story's not bad. The characters are still there. Um, it's just like a different, you know, tone of Spira. But if you like the world of Spira, you should definitely like give it a try. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really nicely put. I, I would agree with you on every single part there. Yeah, that's how I feel about it as well. I really loved the job classes and changing it it's up. It's so much fun. Yeah. Kane, what about you? Um, are there any thoughts on 10-2? Um, I pretty much like the same thing. Uh, I think it's a really fun game. Just very different from 10. Um, yeah, I love job systems, so I, I always like the battle system for it too. And it was really fast-paced compared to 10. Um. But yeah, I'd recommend playing it. Just don't expect it to be 10. It's just a very Ooh. different game. That's true. Yeah, for anyone that hasn't played 10 too, yeah, it is different. <laughs> it is quite different. It's kind of quite silly and a little, almost like slapstick in, in many ways, really. Um, Panda, what about you? I think I can agree with everybody on just like, you know, the game mechanics is cool. It's a good game if you want more Spira. It's way more laid back. It's not like 10, but it's a little different. Um, you just get more of what you loved of 10. Of ten. Um, I will say, though, because of 10-2, they have a percent system. If you, you know, and they oh, have like yeah. certain like true endings, yeah. good ending, whatnot. You, if you are looking to get like the perfect ending and you want that closure, I think it's hard to recommend that to somebody if they want, you know, the perfect closure whatnot or the perfect ending. Because the percent system is so hard in that game, in my opinion. Yeah. There's it's so it easy is. to miss things, yeah. You can miss, like, just talking to one person in, like, one chapter, then it's game over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. and you can lose your chances. You can literally lose your chances, like, the first five minutes of the game. It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah. besides so like besides that, I would say, if you really just want just to see the ending, watch it. But also... <laughs> If you want to play it, I would say most definitely play it because it is special in its own way as well. Um, I'm just reading some people's comments and chats. Uh, um, sorry, chat. Buttspot seems to be quite rife this evening and uh, changing <laughs> all of your words to butts. Um, Croesus has said, the Thunder Plains scene in 10.2 is awesome. I love it. Um, Urban is saying the job system and the rapid change was the beginning of the end of Final Fantasy's turn-based system. And Skizzy says, 
Uh, oh, hang on. Oh no, you're questioning. You're asking a question. Okay, don't worry, Skizzy. I'll understand when I get to that question. It's all good. Um, okay. Rando says, watch that game. All right. Watch the game. So, um, my final question that I've got <laughs> is, uh, what would you say to convince someone who's never played Final Fantasy X to pick it up today? We'll start with Kane. Oh no. Uh, it's, it's just a really good game. It has a really great story. Um, Battle System is fun. It's fairly, pretty easy to understand. doesn't get like too complicated for a new player. Um, and it's one of the, I think it's one of the better entry points of like, you've never played a Final Fantasy game before. It, it gives you a pretty good idea of it, of what the series is about. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say this is quite a nice, it, it's a, it's like an easy entry into the Final Fantasy series because you've already got the, the voice acting, which means that already you have like less stress of constantly reading stuff so people can ease through it if, if reading's not a big thing for them. Um, but yeah. True. Agree, I agree on that. Ali, what about you? What would you say to convince someone? I would be like, so, do you want a game that has a great story, characters, music, perfect everything? Well, I have the game for you. Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me, because it's just like the best game ever. It really is. Like, the story is just incredible. And, uh, wow, I wish I could, like, experience it again for the first time and, like, I, I don't know, I wish it could be one of those people that need convincing to play it, so I could just play it again. <laughs> That's what I would say. Panda, <laughs> do you have any more on it? Um, I would say Final Fantasy X is a fantastic introduction to the series. It's like, it's like a gateway drug. <laughs> Get into the addiction exactly. that is Final Fantasy. Just True. do it, I promise you. It's a good time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you have a great time playing this. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, now we're going to go through all of the questions that everyone in chat's been asking us while we've been talking away. Let me have a look at what I've got. I've seen plenty coming in. Uh, okay. Whew. Okay. Ooh, you guys, so many questions. Okay, let me make sure I'm getting right from the start. Hang on. Um... Okay, so my first one was from Rando, which was asking, is there any character you think is an absolute waste of time and space? For any of you guys. I don't no. I don't think I feel that way about any character I, in Final Fantasy X. Yeah, I don't think I feel that way about anyone in X either. <laughs> trying to like think of an NPC that annoys me, but I don't think I mean I Wanda kinda of started off bad. <laughs> oh, but he got better. He had his like change of heart. Yeah. 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 He's like, gets better at least. His character development is great in that. I hate Shalinda. I hate <laughs> Shalinda. She, oh yeah. I mean, she's not so bad. She starts off kind of like, you know, like, I'm just a lowly acolyte. Like, like just sad, but I'm just like, <laughs> well, she gets better. And in the Final Fantasy X2, she's all like confident. Oh, I sure. still don't like her, but yeah. <laughs> Poor Shalinda. She's all right. Okay. She's alright. Um, my next question is aimed at Kane. Having played the game in both English and Japanese, is there one you prefer over the other? That's from Sweet Potato. Uh, that's a hard question. Um, I really like both. I feel like the Japanese voices are a lot more expressive with with their emotions during dialogue. 
Like mm. you could really hear Titus yelling when when he gets excited about things and like I said the what's that? Like the and the laughing scene, scene? yes in the <laughs> laughing scene he sounds like a crow laughing which is just hilarious <laughs> and um and in the thunder planes like riku screams bloody murder when she's when she hears a lightning bolt during during that whole section and it's crazy but um yeah i i re- i've been really liking the japanese voices but i i like the english too they're they're both great it's hard for me to think which one's better Right, you ever pop? heard of the Japanese? It's really cool. Uh, the Japanese voices are pretty. It's cool. really good. I like hearing yeah. it in your stream. I'm like, why am I not playing it in Japanese? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, like, but I feel on. like Owaka. He he sounds like an anime villain in Japanese for some reason. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why. It, it's really weird. Seymour's voice is like way better in the Japanese version. Yeah. He actually, that, like, I feel like I can take him more seriously. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't sound like. He doesn't sound like a creeper in, in Japanese. <laughs> Trommel's voice is strange. It doesn't Oops. fit him. Trommel. He sounds like, oh, a, like a little like a little clown or something. <laughs> he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. I think the only time I, I hear them played in Japanese is um, when people are doing the speed runs because it's usually quicker in the Japanese version. Oh, really? I, I think because oh. of the text of text on screen, I think it's usually because it's shorter. Possibly. So it. That they makes usually sense. play it that way um but yeah i think i need to start like i, I always go for uh the english speaking so that i can be lazy basically um yeah. <laughs> and just listen to it um <laughs> yes but i do actually usually prefer hearing the japanese voices because sometimes i just don't like the english voices i don't know <laughs> i just sometimes i don't mm-hmm. feel they're quite right yeah. i also um, learned some japanese words too yeah, yeah that too yeah, pretend you either have to pick up the the international version or you have to mod the HD version to like give the Japanese option. Good to know. Thank you for helping us with that. I didn't have a clue yeah. about that. Um, yeah. Tomato asked the question, which we've kind of answered, but Tomato asked the question: feelings on ten two best job based ATB fight me. I mean, I think it is. I agree with you. I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like the job system and tactics more, but it, it tends to is really fun, and also has the ATB with it. Yeah, I think I think it's but quite quite. Fun. It's also the only one you can actually switch jobs in the middle of a battle. To... It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, suit asked the question: What is your opinion on who is the real final boss? Ooh. Oh. Braska's I'm gonna say, Aeon. yeah, Braska's final Aeon. I think that's yeah. like the last, um, like story boss. I do think yeah. that like Yevon's like technically supposed to be the final boss, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a playable cutscene versus like an actual challenge. Yeah, it's like literally a joke as a fight because you can't die. Yeah, you yeah. got that sweet, sweet auto life. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> I would agree. Um. Plus, Otherworld is amazing. Oh my god, song. yes. Oh, it's so good. Yes. <laughs> um, Power of Positivity asked, which we've kind of answered already, but we'll we'll just quickly go over it. Which character, male or female, is your all-time favorite character and why? So I think you guys have gone through that one. Unless he means the series. Oh uh, yeah, do you mean like the series or like Ooh. Final Fantasy X? 
Because if we're talking the series, that's going to be a different answer. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole different Do thing. Do you have an answer already? <laughs> um, Definitely Renoa Hardily from Final Fantasy VIII. I think she's so realistic and I think she's the most relatable Final Fantasy character. And like, I love cosplaying as her. And I just, I think she's so admirable because like she's outgoing, but also like a little bit withdrawn. And like, she's afraid to be left alone, but like she fights that and like, you know, like clings to her friends and like makes genuine friendships with like the rest of the party. And like, she believes in them and like, she'll go out of her way to, you know, help them even if it gets her in trouble. And like she gets herself in a lot of sticky situations, but like she's always like putting her best foot forward, even if like no one else believes in her. And I, I just really admire her. I'm just reading what Skizzy wrote. <laughs> Ew, no, not Renoa. She's Renoa's amazing. <laughs> I will Renoa's fight great. you. This just is mean. Renoa. This is a bully. She was mean to Renoa. <laughs> Up there, she. Um, I know. Kane or Panda, do you have a favorite of all Final Fantasies? Uh, I think my name gives mine away. Well, that's <laughs> no true, way. actually. Yeah. Kane. Oh, yeah. totally forgot. Yeah. Panda, what about you? Do you have a favorite character of all Final Fantasies? Hmm. Um, I mean, there's like a lot of characters I live. Um, I think the one that really like resonates with me is Vivi from Final Fantasy Vivi. IX. That's a really Just, good Vivi, like, just finds the existence of life. What is the meaning of life? Like, it's it goes, like, so deep. And it's it's very mature in a way. Like, mature thinking, mature, like, realization. Not that I feel like just a lot of people maybe, like, don't do. And, like, I don't know. It's a big, it's a big like, big character. <laughs> He's so Vivi. sweet. You want to protect him. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, that might be my favorite as well. I, it would be really tough. It would be really <laughs> tough. This is a really good point, it's just <laughs> The story is just. Oh, it hurts my heart every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love Nine. So I got Nine's a question. amazing. Nine is amazing. <laughs> nine is amazing. <laughs> we just went through Nine, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Milo has asked uh, for Ellie. Do you think the older incarnations of Sin look different based on the final Aeon slash faith of the person who was the final Aeon that defeated Sin and thus got possessed by Yu Yevon? Did you say the the final Aeon Did would look that different? Is question that what question makes no, it's, sense? In itself, in itself looking different. <laughs> like you mean like how Braska's final Aeon is kind of like um, based on Jekt? So I, are you asking like you know? Like the, he's, a, he's asking like Sin the the big whale. Part of sin. Oh, maybe. Different. I mean, this version of Sin has like Xanderkin on top of his back. So, and that's something that was really important to Jack. So maybe like if there was like another that's final it. Aeon, I feel like it could have some kind of like discrepancy between like the other ones, you know? Does it does Sin look different depending on who beats it? I think it could. I think it could. I think it could have like some kind of like unique um like characteristic that would make it itself, just like how Sin has like current sin has like Xanderkin on his back. Yeah, could make sense. That makes sense. That's a great yeah. question. That's a really good yeah. question. It makes uh, you think, like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, it just makes you think, like, because like sin technically like goes by the character that it possesses, like Jet, and it has Xanderkin on its back. Who was the sin before Jet? Like, how did that sin look like? 
Yeah. It's so great. interesting. It's right. And that final Aeon too. Yeah. Um, Corosis asked the question, if you played through Final Fantasy X repeatedly, do you find yourself switching out teammates less and just focusing on a main three? Um, I think like up to a certain point, like eventually, like if I know, since like I know the story so well, if I know that no one's going to be separated anymore after a certain point, I'm like, well, you know, these dudes are pretty OP. So let me just kind of keep them <laughs> in the cycle mainly. Um, like I might, you know, sw switch out everyone else every once in a while, but, or sorry, if you're going for like the platinum and you have to get perfect spear master, usually throughout the story, I'll just always be bringing everybody else in just to kind of help myself out later and not have to do like as much grinding in the monster arena. Yeah, I, I think I would keep leveling everyone together. I'm just kind of like OCD about always keeping everyone around the yeah. same level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think at a point for me, I, I do it equally up until after the where Yuna is like by herself in the the trials of Rudis. Yeah. Well. Yeah, the after, yeah, the go. and then once like you know everyone meets up again, then I stop. Yeah, like, that's like a good place to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Someone was just saying in chat. Where was it? Where? Where's? <gasps> TD Rev wrote, "There is plenty of room for a prequel here." Um, yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One, please. Yes. I would love that. I've been saying that since <laughs> middle school. I need it. It is very interesting. Um, you guys were actually talking about rumors of. Is it a ten three? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Started. Do you guys? What, what, have you, what have you heard so far? So. On the HD remaster version of um, that was released back in 2013 or 2014, um, it comes with an audio drama that kind of gives you the opening to the story of Final Fantasy um, 10-3. There's also like a novella online, which I've never read. Um, I think that that part comes before the audio drama. And it kind of, it also like shows you the character designs for like Yuna and Titus. They introduce a new character. They kind of like lay down the plot of what could be Final Fantasy X three. Like, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't, like, you know, listened to it. But I personally am very intrigued, very, very intrigued. Yeah. Like, please, Square, make it happen, make my dreams come <laughs> true, please. Oh yeah, and I, I read about like they they had talked about making one before. Um, I think if I remember right, they said they actually have a story for X three, like it's there somewhere. Um, but they they're not gonna do anything until the seven remake is all done and then oh, they God. might do a 10-3 <laughs> that's 80 years from so, now yeah exactly so <laughs> about 80 years we make it a 10-3 if they decide to end up going through with it um so orange has just said that they've got a link so let me orange let me permit you uh if you have a link to says ten three had a plot established it was just never followed through on I've got a link to prove it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh, is this where it links into? I've been read. Has a plot and could come to oh, life yeah. after Final Fantasy seven remake is finished. Whoa, yeah, that was the thing I read about it. Yeah, but if that was your article, that would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> I actually ran into her article today when I was looking for um, super boss information to like refresh really? memory. Yeah, <laughs> I was awesome. like, "Hey, this is Kate." I love that. It was like it was the first one recommended to me. Really, the first yeah. one. Yeah. 
Awesome. It was at the very top. Looks so Kane, talk to us about these. Uh, what's this? Uh, this job? This article? Oh yeah. So um, I'm working on a like a gaming website, and basically I'm writing guides, and I'm working on doing a full walkthrough for Final Fantasy X. It's so amazing. good. Amazing. That's awesome. So, like oh, I have God. guides for hey. fear grids, super bosses, celestial weapons, like all that stuff up already. And I'm up to um, Jose in the walkthrough right now. Wow. That's that a big yeah. job to do. <laughs> it's like yeah. a perfect yeah. job too. It's, it's a great job. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, well, you will have to let us know when it's all live so that everybody can use your walkthrough. Yeah. I mean, there, there's <laughs> stuff that's live now, like people can right. use, but oh. that's not the full walkthrough yet. Okay, well, do you want me to do you want to link in chat now so people can um, go to yeah, it? Yeah, if I could. All right, link it. I want to see it. Yeah, okay, let me permit right. it. Give me one second. Let me just grab it. Oh. Cursus is already on the case. Thank you, Cursus. <laughs> yeah, everyone go go check it out. And um, that's, uh, that's mm. awesome. That's so cool. We do have quite a few more questions. Thank you very much, that's chat. Good. We're going to work our way through them. Okay, so that's the link. Um, that's the straight to the 10, 10 page. So everything on there I wrote, basically. So you're doing cool. X2 as well? Um, maybe at some point in the future, but not right now. Because <laughs> after 10, I'm going to I'm gonna hopefully start doing Strangers of Paradise. That is just such a cool <laughs> job. Yeah. Yeah. Right about Final Fantasy. What a dream. Yeah, right? Isn't it amazing? I love <laughs> that it. That is so cool. Okay. <laughs> Um, right. Uh, my next question is from Sweet Potato Peril, which actually is including me as well, apparently, but I don't think I can answer for <laughs> you. Um, if you were a pro Blitzball player, which position would you play and what team would sign, would you sign a contract oh with? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I want to be on the Vestade Aurox. And maybe they, maybe they don't win games, but they're nice people. <laughs> I don't Very know what true. I would play though. Make me like, I don't know. Can I be like? I think it's Luddy in the left field. I like to use him to like hug the wall to like pass it to Titus. I'll be him. <laughs> Replace him with Allison. Uh, I w I want to be in the team with the the Ronsos. Ooh uh, yeah. I, I think I'll, I, I'll make a good Ronso, right? Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be one of those positions too. Just passing to pass to the forwards. I'll take that. Um. I'm trying to think. Maybe like, I'll also be on the Orox too. Like, it doesn't really Woo! matter. You got this. No. <laughs> um, I don't know what. I'm not like great at sports, so like maybe like defense. Like, you can learn the jack shot. It'll be great. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Are you trying to said anyone can learn it, right? Anyone, right? Yeah. Anyone can learn it. Yeah. I personally don't remember any of the teams uh, when I last played it. I did not play a single game of Blitzball, apart from the one I think I'm forced <laughs> to do in the game. Yeah, um, the forced game. And uh, I would definitely want to be in whatever position it is where you're just basically doing the jack shot to try and get it in the goal. That That's yep. all I can answer <laughs> for me. Um, the next question, Rando, I might have actually already asked, so I'm going to read it out, but we might pass on through because we might have already asked it. Um, uh, I know you said favorite and least developed, but are there any characters you cannot stand, whether rationally or logically? Um, so we kind of, we kind of already answered that one. Where you, you guys. I mean, Walker in the beginning was kind of like that, but he gets better. Walker, yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't. 
he just needs to like open his eyes but yeah. i know that he had like his reasons yeah for feeling reasons. that way but it's still like unacceptable yeah. like once he like really changes and he apologizes to like the outbeds it's just like I'll yeah see. once he once he gets that character growth then he's fine yeah mm-hmm. and he and other other than that all that he was a good person before that yeah um but i hope oh. there's anyone else I, I can't stand in there also Croesus asked and you kind of answered this without even being asked it um what is your strategy for the lightning dodging mini game uh Croesus says i personally dodge 15 <laughs> times pause blink a few times and then repeat <laughs> i can't stop i, I have I to do that, do yeah. it all i gotta do it all in one go or i'm gonna mess up it like yeah it i have to do it all I, I have to get in the flow and just do it all <laughs> it makes my heart beat so hard and my hands yeah. are like shaking the whole time and sweating <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say sweaty controller really yep uh, Echo Rom Echo has asked, so if Final Fantasy X-3 ever gets made, what kind of storyline would you like to see unfold? Um, uh, I feel like preferably mm-hmm. like a prequel would be nice. Yeah. Like so we I could kind of like watch. Yeah, that would be really cool to like see all the stuff that we haven't seen before that, you know, the stuff that wasn't shown in like the, the, um, the Jack Spheres or the Braska Sphere. Um, I, I also think if they were to follow the audio drama, Again, I don't want to like spoil it, but like having like certain characters come back, I think would be really interesting to kind of like characters. I won't say too much. Like, I don't want to spoil it. So I'll stop there. But... I heard a lot of people really hate that story, though. If, I mean, people definitely the do. And the, the novel, like everyone hates oh it. Oh, my God. So... If we're talking about characters I don't like, though, Tuami. <laughs> <laughs> Which hopefully... one's that? Um, She... So apparently she's like in the audio drama and like she's supposed to be like the daughter of Oren and she's just so mean to like everybody and she's being like sassy to Lulu. Yeah, right? I'm like, why was that never mentioned at all? (laughs) Yeah, like why would he mention the daughter at any point and want to see her? Like he could have been like, I mean, I have a kid myself, Titus. Like sometimes it's hard. Like I loved you, but like he didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, screw my daughter. I made a promise to Jack. Let me go see Titus. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Um, Orange was asking, so I think Orange might have missed earlier when you were talking about your way of doing the lightning dodge. Um, So Orange has just said, do you use a specific valley to accomplish it or just run and randomly do them? Could you very quickly just remind us how you do the lightning dodge? Yeah, so we couldn't remember if it was the second screen or the first (laughs) screen, but I want to say it's the very end of the first screen of um, the Thunder Planes. If you come down... If you come down from like the travel agency, there's going to be this like tower with the crater next to it. And if you start at the ta- um at the tower and like run around, as soon as Titus's foot hits the crater, like lightning will flash and you can dodge it. Then just keep circling back around, and it makes it infinitely easier. And like usually, I'll just dodge for like I'll look at the clock and go for like 20 minutes, maybe a little bit after, just to like make sure that I hit 200. Um, but yeah, that's my strategy. I'm not sure like if you have something different. Nope, same for me. That sounds like a brilliant. Go on the crater and dodge code till you get it. Dendrianas yeah. use that strategy so that yep, people know about it. I just didn't know about it, but that's the answer to, to do. Like, to learn. You gotta um, do it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and really scary. Very intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Croesus asked, how do you feel about the theory of Shinra in Final Fantasy II being the originator and creator of Shinra in Final Fantasy VII? Oh, what a question. I, I like that theory. I think it's really I do cool. too. Is any, yeah. I, I are you able to like explain the theory for us guys that don't know it? Yeah, I think basically it's like, um, it's not Shinra himself, but like an ancestor of him. Uh, at, way in the future after Ten Two makes a spaceship and he flies over to Seven's world and then he founds the Shinra company, basically. Would this be insane? But also yeah. like hella cool. I mean, and, and the Seven remake actually kind of confirmed it because it, when you're in Shinra, you could see a picture, and right in the center there's a guy wearing an Albed mask, in the picture. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like it's. Almost, it's basically a confirmed theory now at this point. It's a really cool theory. Very interesting. Um, I've got a question for Kane. From Final yeah. Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy X, who is the best lead protagonist okay. <laughs> and why? Um, my personal favorite out of those four is Squall. Ooh, um, my husband. <laughs> I, I, I just really like his story. I like you can hear his thoughts throughout the whole game like what he's thinking what he's going through as you go through the game and i i just actually i relate to him a lot too so i i always thought he was the best the one especially out of, out of those four he was the best a lot of good development yep a lot of good development yeah i'm just trying to think because uh, yeah seven eight nine ten because i don't really like cloud i don't really like <laughs> uh zidane is that his name in yeah nine mm-hmm. and then zidane's cool, but he's not 10 like, titus yeah. is meh. so yeah i'd, I'd ha- actually have to go with squall as <laughs> yeah, well squall's best boy yes squall is best boy you love squall um okay randos asked the question if you could attempt to befriend a boss which one do you think has the least evil in them and would be the easiest to convert slash domesticate a boss fight? Like, wait, is that wait, like wait. any Final Fantasy? <laughs> wait, boss fight or Final? Maybe out of this Final Fantasy, if you could can, attempt can you to befriend, question? if you could befriend a boss, which one do you think has the least evil in them and would be the easiest to convert? I think oh, of wow. all the boss fights. What about like uh, Baron and Yenke? Baron and Yenke, they're like yeah, that's a boss fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not really evil though. I feel like could I think of all the bosses in Final Fantasy X? Or Kimari was a boss. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There you go. Dark Muhammad. Oh, oh God, my God, Dark I love Muhammad. I love Renoa Swiggle. Renoa's my girl. <laughs> um, that's great. I almost, I almost just is it crazy? I feel like Seymour probably. I want. I'm gonna say Seymour. Maybe I could like really like wriggle my way into his heart <laughs> and, be, and be like, let's let's talk about this, bro. Like, why do you want to kill everyone? Let's be friends. Let's do it. What do you say? Like, he's probably just lonely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of the other bosses are just like monsters or I also Machinas. think like, like, really yeah. 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 Or what if, what about like the dudes on like um like the little soldiers? You know what I'm talking about? Wait, what, which <laughs> fight is that? <laughs> like the, the, the soldiers with like the guns and like the, the fire oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like they're the people. They're people yeah. who could be like, hey, yeah, I'm could, just trying to save save my girlfriend real quick. Yeah, you can talk about it. Yeah. I agree with that. Or you can like there's the Marlboro, right? Or that is that yeah, a boss? Marlboro. It is. Okay. You could like capture it, 
Yeah. A domesticated. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's hard thinking. It's a okay. creature. You could do it. I don't know. I would, I would have Efrey. I would have Efrey, the flying guy. Flying dragony dude. Oh, uh, I love Everett. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Everett's Every Every probably like my favorite yeah. boss fight. Really? But that's a good. That's a good one. Good choice. Yeah. You could like ride him around, like go to the mall and then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> um, Sweet Potato Peril has asked, all including me, what is your favorite <laughs> airship in the series and why? Oh, God. That's a lot oh. to think of. God. That's a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> Mm. I'm I gonna go with. Seven. Oh, wait, you go first. No, no, you're okay. I, say, I mean, I almost want to say seven just because it's called the high wind. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the Celsius in Final Fantasy X2 because you really can explore it, and there's beds and there's food. And is there True. food in it? Did I just make that up? I'm pretty uh, sure there there's is. a bar. Yeah, there's a bar there. There's a bar, and and they have I'm like sure a party food. there. Like, yeah, there's room for everybody. It's a fun little place. Yeah, I think for, I'm trying to remember. I haven't played it in so long. In twelve, the ships, like just in general. Oh, the uh, I think because they were like maybe. Or I'm trying to like think. All the I only and remember Dreadnought Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> so I was stuck there for so long. But I, I just remember like the design was just really cool in twelve. Yeah. They are really yeah, there's, cool. There's the Bahamut there too. Mm -hmm. Oh right, yeah. Mm. Yep. They said Bahamut in that game. I think Bahamut. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what the hell. I I I have no idea. I couldn't put one as a favorite. Um, oh my god, I forgot about the Ragnarok. Yeah, the Ragnarok. Oh is cool. yeah, that's cool. I kind of, I almost kind of want to say the Lunar Whale too, if that counts. Mm. Which one's that? that out one takes, of? That's from four, and that takes you to the moon. Oh, that moon music though. <laughs> the monsters yeah. on the moon are so hard. It's like they a super are. like difficulty spike as they soon are. as you get, like land. I swear, four of the random bells are harder than the bosses are. They like, are. The the ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, here's a good qu question as well. Rando says, do you think multiple playthroughs is required to feel fulfilled or is one play enough? Asking as someone with no experience. I, I mean, think I one feel like playthrough. Yeah, yeah, one's yeah. enough one, one to like, grasp it. Yeah, I, think I so. mean, like if you, if you play it again, you're definitely going to like pick up on some hints throughout the game and like foreshadows. Right. And like you'll probably better understand certain aspects of it that's kind of confusing on first playthrough, but I wouldn't say it's like hindering at all to just go through once. Right. Agreed. Agree. Lovely. Um, <laughs> Krostis is asked, <laughs> "What is your favorite voice acted line in the game, and why is it stay away from the summoner? <laughs> stay away from the summoner." <laughs> Um, obviously, the Titus laugh. Mm. Titus laugh is good. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, favorite one. I don't know what I would say. The favorite one. I don't know about ten, but in ten two, I like Riku says disasterific. <laughs> it's that, like disaster. Disasterific is not a word. Say disastrous. Oh, like yeah, no. Despair. <laughs> <laughs> but for I mean, ten, I don't know. Or maybe the line that Oren says. Not that I remember it, but like when he <laughs> says, like, um, when after, like before the Unaleska fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that's Do it like, now, this is the now. It's like, uh, yeah. die and be free of pain or live and fight your sorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. It's so like, yeah, yeah. Let's that's a do really it. cool scene. Yeah. That or 
right before when Yuna says her speech is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many good lines in Final Fantasy X. It, it'd be really hard to pick like a favorite one. Yeah, I, I just really like all of them. <laughs> um, my next question is from Waking, and it says, "What did you think of the final boss battle with Sin? How would you compare it to other Final Fantasy bosses in terms of creativity and mechanics?" Mm. The, with the the boss battle against Sin. Mm. Yeah, could I hear that question again? Yeah. So, yeah. what did you think of the final boss battle with Sin? Uh, which is that going to be Sin? Um, and yeah, is how... that going to be like the one you fight <laughs> outside of Sin? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think of which part Waking might be thinking of. Um, and how would you compare it to other Final Fantasy bosses in terms of creativity and mechanics? So he's probably talking about just generally the the final fights that you have to have, the final boss fight that you have to complete the main story. So when um, it would I kind be... of feel like. Sorry. No, that? it's okay. I was just going to I was just saying it would be like would it be Jekt and then the Yevon and then was that the, they're the final ones? Yeah, Jekt, Yevon and the Aeons. Yeah, so I think that's the part that Waking's talking about. I'm not really sure. I feel like there's a couple Final Fantasy games that have like a random boss like at the end of the game. Nine. Well, you know, like the Yevon fight was like I don't know, necessary but also like, you know what I mean? And then, like Final Fantasy IX, like you know, you're doing great, and all of a sudden Necron's like, "Hey, like who the hell you is don't this know? Guy? Why yeah. is he my final boss?" <laughs> um, wasn't there another Final Fantasy like that as well that had like um, just like some random person come out of nowhere? What am I thinking about? You can you can kind of say that about three and four also. That the last boss is kind oh, of oh right, uh, Zeromus or whatever. Yeah, Zeromus. You literally yeah. don't see him until you fight I'm him like, at the end. Like who is this? <laughs> but he does at least get mentioned. Like you know, he exists. Yeah, I haven't played four in so long. Yeah, I'll be playing the Pixel Remaster eventually. Nice. Ooh, exciting! Yeah. Um, is it the music so good in it? That's that's good to hear. Uh, this is the reason I'm getting all of the Pixel Remasters is for the awesome music. Yes. Um, Sweet Potato says, "When you grow up, do you want to be a Blitzball?" Of course. <laughs> I don't want to be anything else. <laughs> Zero. Um, I just want to be yeah. spherical. I'm not a blitzball. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dream. <laughs> um, Rando says, how hard would you say this game is compared to the other Final Fantasy games? Mm, I would say it's one of the easier ones. And there's definitely yeah. some like bosses that you can get stumped on like your first playthrough. But if you're not like consistently running away from battles and you're like, well, like, you know, doing this fear grid, you'll be fine. Like compared to like something like Final Fantasy VIII, for example, like a first playthrough is like, Super difficult. Final Fantasy X is pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah, I agree. There's only like two or three bosses that can stump you. But yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Rando, if you know me and that I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Anybody and, can and do it. I promise you. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is right now in chat, Paul's written, H-Bomb finished it. It can't be that hard. And then Croesus is agreeing <laughs> and laughing. So <clears throat> there we go. I mean, guys, I did. I do finish all of these Final Fantasy games, you know. Um, three is a hard one. Three. three? Yeah, yeah, I heard three is really bad. I've actually never played three, three, unless you, you mean six. Know. No, like no, no I mean three. actual three. <laughs> yeah, I've never played three before. Played three. It has like hard. that dungeon that's like the. It's I don't know where it was, but it's like there's a certain dungeon that's like really hard too, right? Yeah, the final dungeon you can't save in any point of it. So if you die, you have to start the entire dungeon over again. Oh. 
Wow, that's, ins- that's insane. Yeah. Wait, is it just like I hope they change that the No, no, it's one it's, if, the, if the whole party dies. <laughs> oh, okay. Hopefully they change that in the Pixel Remaster, but like in the 3D version, if you die at any point in the final dungeon, you have to start all over. Kind of is it like a really long dungeon? Yeah, it's like hour and a half, two hours probably to go through. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um okay. We oh from Skizzy, we've got which Final Fantasy game do you all feel should be next in line for a remake after seven? Well, this is gonna be biased. Four. <laughs> oh, mm, I'm gonna say Final Fantasy VIII. I know a lot of people like, don't like it, but like, it, if they're going in order, they should go in order. <laughs> give, give me like seven, eight, nine, ten. Do it. Why not? Or six would be a good choice too. Six would, yeah, six would be, be my good. second choice. Yeah, six would be amazing as a remake. It'd be quite interesting to see that yeah. modern graphics yeah. just completely. But I'd also like to see because um. I think that there's like a rumor that they cut a lot of the original script from the game when it got released. Oh. So it'll be nice to to see all of that come come back. Hmm. That's true. Um Krosis asks, how do you feel about Awaka in the No, Awaka the what is this, twenty-third? And why do oh. we give this hobo all of our hard-earned money? <laughs> what is this? What is he asking? I like Owaka. He's, he's fantastic. Cool he's so I mean, happy. Kind of scares me now after hearing he, he's Japanese. a happy dude. <laughs> and he has a cool brother. And like he got himself thrown in jail for the party. Like he's awesome. Yeah. We like yeah. He's, he's the guy you buy like He's always there to buy more items. He deserves That's the money. It. That's yeah. it. Awaka the twenty third. Don't soil yeah. his name. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese Awaka kind of scares me now, though. <laughs> Does he scares you? Yeah, he sounds like an anime villain. Oh, <laughs> I had to right. listen to that. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> Does he put prices up or down the more that you buy from him? Down. Down. Like you, you down. can like talk to him. Yeah. Um, if you like, I forget how. Is it? You, you could donate. Oh, to yeah. Him, like, yeah. If you donate to him. Um, then like yeah, his prices will be lower. Yeah, if you donate enough, they'll go lower. If you don't, if you don't donate enough, he'll actually raise them. Also, <laughs> he's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's a couple times you could tell him like, no, your prices are too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crosis yeah. is also asked if you could, would you ride the shoepuff? Ride the shoepuff? <laughs> yeah, all of them. Why? Why not? <laughs> Yeah, right? let's do it. Everybody, yeah, awesome. hop on. Let's, let's let's all take a shoot off. <laughs> I want a shoot off plushie. Do those exist? That'd be so cute. I'm sh- oh, it probably oh, does. Yeah. It probably <laughs> does It'd be weird if they haven't made one of those. Right? I've never seen one. I'm curious. Mm. Everyone in chat, you can go find one for us. <laughs> um, do it. Do it. Croesus is also asked, is a blitz sphere just water? I ask because these players supposedly hold their breath for over five minutes straight. Um, mm. I've always like theorized I... that the little glowing pods in the water are like air air like things for them to like go through and breathe. Because like, yeah, they can hold their breath forever, but also like some of the games last for a while and it can be like one game after another and stuff. I that's my theory. That those little glowing pods are like little air pockets if they need a quick breath. I I just I just accept at this point that people in Pharmacy 10 could just breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah, I just I... assumed that certain people could because 
there's those different parts during the story where Waka, Riku, and Tidus could all just breathe on the water, but none of the others yeah. could yeah. ever go swim. That's true. Go on, Panda. What were you gonna say? Yeah, maybe like some people just can. Yeah, I, I just that that's just why I'm in my mind. Just accept that. I think for me, I just think of like we Vera is a world of magic. Accept it. That's true. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> accept it. Uh, Dentriana has apparently found us a shoe puff. Ooh, got it. Oh my god, is it cute? Is it? Is it? Oh, there's oh. Oh. Is that a plushie it though? It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I that's love a it. I, I, oh, I, I just do. I pick it up and love it. <laughs> That's so cute. There was somebody on the internet that was actually making like a Valfour plush. It was insane. Yeah. Insane. It was humongous too. Oh, wow. oh, I didn't remember it being that big. I wish that that Valfour was mine. <laughs> you thought that was a lizard? Um, my next <laughs> question is from Tens. Uh, for Ali, which Final Fantasy antagonist would you give a comforting hug to? Like, out of all of them. Mm -hmm. Can I fix Cypher? <laughs> Can I fix Cypher? <laughs> Come here, baby. I would talk Cypher. Be like, let's talk this out. It'll be all right. I'm picking Cypher. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, okay. Sweet Potatoes asked, do you have a favorite piece of Final Fantasy merch? Does anyone have a favorite piece of Final Fantasy merch? I have a lot of, you know what? My answer uh, is going to be my Tonberry. Because he's just aww. so cute. Doink, doink, doink. I love <laughs> it. He's just so cute. I'm going to say my, my cane. Oh, Ooh, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. Mine is my cactus. Mine is my cactus. Yeah. Is it squishy? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. it. squishy! Ah, I love it! That's so cute! Sorry. <laughs> so adorable! So, uh, on the Square Enix store, they've got three of these cube-shaped ones. One is a chocobo, one is a moogle, and one is the cactor. It's got That's so ones, cute! But... It's so cute! I need to get the chocobo one. It's so cute! I love it. <laughs> oh, what was the third one? It was cactor, ch chocobo, and what? Moogle. Oh, moogle. The third one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Chocobo one would be cool. But you say yours was Panda? I don't own any merch. I'm bored. Uh -huh. <laughs> or what, if you what, have to have you something, like? yeah, what would yeah. you pick? Oh, um, I would probably have something like Chocobo. I love Chocobos. They're so cute. Ooh, wait, I have something to show you then. Wait, where's my... I have this cute little black Chocobo. Oh, nice. And <laughs> also, we have... Oh my god, he's stuck. We have a little black mage chocobo. He's so cute. <laughs> and then in my bed somewhere, I would get up, but it's really hard to get out of the space right here. Maybe you can see him right back here is a fat chocobo. You and he's so squishy. Yeah. He's like a, I love like a the fat chocobo. I would oh, want so a red chocobo one. That'd be cool. They have them on Etsy. I got Autumn a pink one. Really? Oh yeah, yeah I remember you got that. I remember that. Well, there you go, guys, in chat. We, uh, we've all got some really awesome merch and we love it. Um, you should all get some awesome merch and love it too. Yes. Um, Panda, would you rather give your life protecting the president of Shinra or Queen Braun? Oh. And why? <laughs> what a 
question. Probably. <laughs> great question. Probably the president, because he's good looking. Like he could be a silver fox, but not queen. <laughs> not the queen. We brought the dragon. I, I think I'd try like I'd try to the president I would try to to work some business plan with him to stop being an ass. Whereas Queen mm. Braun, I feel like she's too far gone. Like the power is yeah. really there. Yeah. And she will destroy yeah, you. Yeah, I'll kind of think of that too. Great question though. Um Okay, Swiggle says I've only just come in, so I don't know if this has been asked, but what did you guys think of Ten Two as a sequel? I like it. I, I don't think it, it was like yeah. you know. Honestly, I really enjoy it. But I would say Final Fantasy X ended perfectly, and like X two technically wasn't necessary. But I am okay with it existing because like yeah. it gives you the option to have like a happy ending. It's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely fun. What do you guys in chat think about Ten Two? Because I I also I I remember spending so many hours playing Ten Two. But I feel like since then, a lot of people haven't necessarily thought back on it as a as a good as like a a great game. See, see, people are saying it doesn't exist to me. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, not fans of it. Depending, I think it depends on how old you were, maybe when you first played Ten Two, because it is kind of like a it's quite a sort of. I don't know, like I like I said earlier, it's a little bit slapstick. Some of the conversations yeah. in it are quite funny and silly. Yeah, it's a lot more of an upbeat game. Yeah, and so to me, I but I do really love the job class system in it. Um, it's just really it fun. <laughs> I found it really fun. Yeah. It's a blast. Um, Zablina's asked from Final Fantasy X, who would you take as your poker doubles partner? Wait, poker doubles? Wait, what? Yeah, that? I don't know. <laughs> poker doubles? Oh. Who would you like a dancer or something? Poker doubles partner. Like, like playing poker? Zableen, are you still <laughs> with us? If it's playing poker, I'll, I'll pick Arn. I want Arn too. Oh, true. Yeah. That's a good you, choice. I feel like, you, I feel like you, you can have Kamari, Kane. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. I'll take Kamari too. I, I think they can both keep a straight face for poker. <laughs> Yeah, Kamari would be. Yeah, Kamari. Yeah. Or, Actually, yeah, Kamari would be good. He wouldn't say a word. Yeah. Mm. Or like Lulu would just like stare you down. Yeah, Lulu <laughs> is a really know? good choice. Lulu would scare them, <laughs> or distract them, one or the other, depending. <laughs> Great question. Either, either way, it works. <laughs> um, sweet potato is as panda. Would you eat a bucket of KFC? Kentucky Fried Chocobo. Oh no! <laughs> Why? Uh, Why have you asked that question? <laughs> Poor Chocobos. Um, okay. I mean, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I would try it. Yeah, it's kind of like chicken, right? Yeah, yeah basically right? like chicken. Just like another bird. <laughs> Everyone's assuming chicken. it's just gonna be like chicken, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. So, asked quite a good question, actually, because um, you guys are gonna know the differences. Is there any reason to play the original version over the remaster, or is it a a one by one remaster? So you know how you've got your like, was it a HD version now? Yeah, like compared the to the original Ooh, one. Yeah. What were the differences between those two, if there were? Um, the only reason I can think of why, like, the PS2 version to me is better 
is the faces. Like a lot of the HD mm-hmm. faces, I don't know. They're lacking emotion and they're kind of like deadpan half the time. Whereas if you look at the PS2 cutscenes, like it's like full of emotion and they're fierce and they're you can like see the sadness and like I don't know. I really like the faces on the PS2 version. The HD remaster, I don't know, doesn't sit right with me for some of the characters. Yeah. Like Lulu's face, Waka and Kimari are okay, but everybody else is like, I'm just like, why did you do that? Yeah, yeah, it's with Yudas and and Yuna that they feel. I feel like they really yeah, and Rikus too, and Orin. Orin is my freaking husband on PS2, but on the HD remaster, I I could live without him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's like the only reason. Mm -hmm. That other than that's the the same game, but they add more stuff. So yeah, so you get like more content. Gameplay wise, there's no reason to not do it. I guess and they like fix the music. I think too. Well, not fix oh, it, yeah. but you have the original. Yeah, they rearrange the... all the music too. You can actually choose to like alternate between them, like if you want the original or the arranged right. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And was quick save? Quick save is a, a new thing, yeah. or did you have? Wait. Yeah, not, did you have not that quick on save, PlayStation? But um, it has auto save. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, yeah, auto save yeah, yeah. is the one that I mean. Yeah, um, I think the original had that. Uh, Dendriana, you you asked, uh, I think, the same question that Zablin was asking. Who has the strongest poker face in the fight? Oh, 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 I see. You're spreading it further, Dendriana. Who has the strongest poker face in the Final Fantasy series? Oh. What about... I almost want to, like, really, like, dive into, like, 2D. I don't know why. I don't remember much about him. What about, like, Gogo? (laughs) That's actually what I was going to say, too. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Really? You can't see Gogo's face, yeah. Like, you just get a blank stare all the time. It would work. It would work. I think it's perfect, yeah. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. I have really no idea. There's just so many. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. Oh, BB, yeah. It's basically just just work out. BB, I feel like, would also kind of panic. (laughs) Yeah, because I guess he's, like, so sensitive. Because I was thinking Mog as well, but then I was thinking, but maybe, like, a Moogle's gonna express in some way if if they've got, like, good cards or bad cards. So so Vivi might do the same thing. (laughs) And I was also thinking, like, Kate Sith. Squall would be Squall, yeah, that's true, Squall. Oh, he would just be like, whatever. And say maybe uh, (laughs) Quinna, because he would just confuse the hell out of everybody. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's true. That's a really good shout. Um, Tens is saying, I feel like Balthier is a gambler at heart. Yes. That's true. I love Balthier. Yeah, I love Balthier as well. Oh, yeah. That's for the win. That's That's Mm. like literally literally his thing is gambling. So that was (laughs) good choice. Um, Okay, my final question. So anyone in chat, if you do have any more questions, get them in now, because this is my final question I've got from you so far. It's from Tens. Uh, For everyone, including me, which Final Fantasy character would you like to see in your favorite anime? Um, okay. <laughs> mm, give me Squall. He'd make a good like anime Squall dude. Make, yeah, seeing his yeah. his uh, Renzetsuken would be really cool in anime. Yeah, I'm going with Squall. Um, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um. Maybe Oren. He'd be cool. Yeah. He's always yeah. cool. You don't see much of like the older version. It's always like younger. Yeah. And seeing crowd. Tornado, like in an anime would be awesome. 
<laughs> he's just added to the question, but you got to tell me which anime you want to see them in. Oh god, <laughs> I don't know about that. Skull and Attack on Titan. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, Kane will work in Attack on Titan too. He could just jump on all those. Yeah, that would be jump perfect. It'll be perfect. Um, Oren would be good in like a slice of life. I don't know what kinds, but like, oh, I would love that. Like a little romance anime, (laughs) you'd be like the good, like wise person. Be like, yeah, I'd be like the wise old man. Yeah, he needs romance. That would work with somebody. (laughs) Okay, yeah, maybe he can get some too. Like, yeah, he can, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, I personally don't have any answer. I I don't, I sorry, I don't watch anime. Uh, so I don't know any anime to to give you an answer there. Um, so I'll just say Kate Sith in something. Oh my um, god, because that would be weird, right? That would be really That'd be weird. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, find him in uh the anime B Stars or whatever. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my final question isn't a question, but it's from Sweet Potato, and it says, "How come all of you are so awesome?" It's technically a question, <laughs> but thank you so much, Sweet Potato, because that is that is correct. You guys are all awesome. We've had an awesome night tonight. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Ali, Kane, and Panda, for being on with us tonight. It's been so good going through these questions. I love hearing thanks everybody's. Yeah, thanks for having. Yeah, us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, That's it's great. fun. I-, I was really nervous at first, but I'm good now. Good. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> cool. Um, and Rando has just asked, "How do you feel at the end of the podcast? Did you learn anything unexpected?" Um, yeah, I learned, definitely I learned the backstory of the, the dark aeons. Yeah, what Panda was saying, a couple of different things that she was mentioning about, like the dark aeons and like penance and all that. I'm just like, how? Whoa, hey. it's news to yeah. me. <laughs> I learned about like the affection stuff mm. and um, the lightning. How to do better with the lightning? Yeah. Yes. I've learned that, that I've learned it's um that it is doable to get the celestial weapons and kill all of the bad guys. I just have <laughs> to have a spare couple hundred hours. Yeah, just it's hundred. Worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody in chat, for all those questions. They're amazing questions. Um, Final Fantasy Ten. Part two, which is nothing to do with the game ten two. It's part two of this podcast. Will be in February. I have three more people that wanted to talk about Final Fantasy ten. Um, so we'll be back in February with more Final Fantasy ten talk. Can you believe it? I have an hour's worth of more Final Fantasy questions on t- on ten. I actually I managed it. to make it. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, keep keep an eye out for that. The poster will come up once I've confirmed the date. Um, but let's just, um, like, once again, thank you to everybody in chat. Thank you to you guys being on. Ali, Kane, and Panda, if we go through you one by one, talk a little bit about, uh, like, where you stream, when you stream, and what you're currently playing. So, Ali? So, I usually stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday around 1 p.m. Eastern time, and Saturday around 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm currently going through Final Fantasy X on the Expert Sphere Grid. I'm going through the Zelda series for the first time. Um, uh, I might be starting Final Fantasy 13 soon. Uh, maybe Chrono Trigger. There's so many options. Mm. We'll see. But yeah. Okay. Um, I stream Monday through Thursday and Saturday. And I start at 10 p.m. EST. Uh, right now I'm going through Persona 5 for the first time. Uh, I just started playing Final Fantasy 12 again to do 
the trial mode. Uh, I'm going through Twilight Princess, and I'm actually playing a randomizer for Final Fantasy X right now. Oh. And what's, it's really fun. What is it? Randomizer, randomizing it, fights, or? Um, it randomizes the notes on the sphere grid. So, like, oh, everyone learns random abilities so cool. and gets random stats. Oh. So, like, one of the first things that Waka learned for me was Ultima. <laughs> Which is just wild, like, at the very beginning of the game. It's yeah, crazy. but he has 10 MP, so he can't even use it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's been fun playing it like that. And I, and I modded for Japanese voices, too. It's epic. Yeah. But you're doing that tonight, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, Yay. I'm doing that tonight. <laughs> Ooh. Cool. And what time was that starting tonight, Kane? Um, 10 p.m. EST. And Panda, when are you streaming and what are you currently playing? Um, My gaming streams are Tuesday, Fridays, and Sundays. Um, Tuesdays and Fridays, I'm going to start near Automata. Ooh. And then for the first time. And then Sundays are just more of a relaxed, chill. I'm going to be playing uh, Stardew Valley. Uh, Aww, I do that usually that's... like 1 p.m. through like the three-hour markish. Is that EST? EST, yes. EST. You're all EST, aren't you? All three of you are EST. Yes. <laughs> well, I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all EST. Yeah. Did you Lovely. finish Majora's Mask, Panda? I did. I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> It was painful, but I did it. <laughs> Good job beating it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, I think I think everybody has been shouted out in chat. You all know you all know where to go, everybody. You know where to be. Go click those links and follow everybody because obviously, as you've just seen, they're awesome and they know everything about Final Fantasy and more. So thank you very much for being here. Uh, as I said, keep your eyes out for the next poster because it will be hopefully early Feb for Final Fantasy X Part 2. And thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. Let's all say goodbye to everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.